Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Happy Monday, October 24th, 2022. Welcome to Elijah Fire. This is episode 120. Literally almost just said 112. That just goes to show how far behind I am. This is moving crazy, crazy fast. It's just amazing that we're already at 120. So uh, exciting times ahead, my friends. Exciting times ahead. Today is going to be exciting as well. So I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I, man, every single time this guest is on, we get like amazing testimonies, even from people watching the live chat and getting delivered. Um, my guest, she she walks in deliverance ministry, and it's something that God has completely just rocked her world with over the last two years or so, uh, two years-ish. Uh, and so it's just been so cool to see, even on the live chats, we did an amazing four-part series on deliverance with this guest. I put a link to that playlist in the description. Um, so if you are unfamiliar with deliverance or kind of unsure about it because i know there's some new people that are here now from uh since we've done that series uh go check that series out people are even getting delivered in that series uh, and it's a great time of just her sharing her stories uh trial by fire and um and, and then also kind of teaching other people how to do it do's and don'ts uh it guys it's great and so I'm really, really excited about today's show as well. She's the co-founder of Contagious Love International, along with her husband, Monday, who we have on the show as well. She's also the author of Awaken the Dark Horse Youth. So link is in the description to that. Let's give it up for my guest today, Jennifer Martin. Hey, welcome back. Hey, 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 Jeff. Yeah. I am so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm yes. I'm so excited to have you here. It's always just so, so great. You're one of the originals, Jennifer. You're one of the OG. original Elijah Fire, the OG. <laughs> uh, and so, man, it's just been so awesome to be able to like see what God has been doing in your ministry. And then uh, those moments where we're like kind of a, a stop along the way and and um, and then God just doing amazing things even on here. So it's just so cool. So yes, cool. Yes, you guys have been in the journey with us. Yeah. We've been watching yeah. God just move across America. It's been amazing. Yeah. And that started in 2020, right? You guys started doing tent revival. 2021. In... Oh, 2021. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, kaboom. Kaboom. Like, One tent and, like... and deliverance anointing drops. And many of you guys are familiar. You guys have been following the journey too. For those that don't know, we'll try to catch you up in a summary that um, my husband and I had been in ministry 20 years and we always saw God move in miracles and healings and, you know, prophecy, words of knowledge, even myself, a prophetic dreamer, getting words through that way and ministering on live stream media. Well, when 2020 hit and everything shut down, we were mm -hmm. like, what do we do? Mm -hmm. So we just put up a tent. We believe God would move. And at that tent on the last night, the Holy Spirit fell in a way we hadn't experienced. And one of those ways was through deliverance. There was an anointing, a presence of God that came and demons began to come out of people and people began to be delivered. And we couldn't shut it down. We met every night. The deliverance continued every night. Um, we saw people healed of trauma, uh, little children touched by the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, getting their mm -hmm. prayer language, getting on fire for God, mm -hmm. not wanting to be a 
YouTuber anymore, but I was like, Hey, it's not bad to be a YouTuber. Okay. If you're doing it for the Lord, but yep. some of them wanted to do it, you know, just to make money and be mm -hmm. famous on the platform. So they were like, I don't want to be a YouTuber anymore. I want to be a preacher. Wow. That's you know? great. And I said, that's revival. When you've got teenagers saying, I'd rather see revival and preach, you mm -hmm. know, and they're still on fire today from like, from April, 2021, I'm, I'm in touch with some of those teens and they are still on fire in their youth group, headed to almost everything you can find to get the fire of the Holy Ghost. So mm. there was a rapid spreading of this beautiful presence of God that just was impacting not only people that came to this tent as we extended, and then we had to transfer over to a church where we met weekly and we did that for months till the end of 2021. Yeah. But we were hearing testimonies from people that even their family members being touched and delivered that never showed up to oh, one man. of the meetings. That's crazy. And I said, what? I've never heard. It'd be different if it was like one testimony. Yay. But we're like getting hundreds of testimonies wow. of people saying, I came to your revival. And then this family member I was praying for, for years, called me and said they want to give their life to God like the same day. What? Uh, yeah, that's wild. And the week, like people yeah. getting totally rocked. And so yeah. this deliverance anointing, I don't know. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know what's going on. All I know is the Lord is moving and we're on this wave and everybody just, you need to sand your surfboard or whatever you have to do to the surfboard. And you just need to, you need and wax to get it on. and stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm not a surfer, but <laughs> I'm going to figure out how to surf. I'm going to surf the waves of God, even though there I don't we know go. how to yeah. surf. So it's like, we got to get on this thing and we got to go because I don't know how long this wave's going to go, but I just want to be where God is, yeah, you know, and that's amen. what we all want. So amen. It's beautiful. I'm humbled to be seeing this happen. Um, so since the tent, a team came along and now we travel a team of women. There is six of us together that travel all across America. We are doing multiple uh, revival nights every month and we're already booked through next year. Yeah, you guys are machines. Oh honestly. my goodness. Yeah. Like Literally, it's wild. God yeah. continues to move. And um, so I wanted to say to you, Elijah Fire people, you guys have been watching Jeff and I do these interviews and um, you keep showing up at the revivals and you're showing up and you're saying, <laughs> hey, I saw you on Elijah Fire. That's so cool. And Jeff, they're like, it's so good to see your face. Mm. I'm like, I know I can see you. I know who you are now. And yeah, there's so many coming. So wow. many of the Elijah Fire crew is coming. Yeah, that's crazy. And they're just getting rocks. I love that. Yeah, somebody somebody wrote us a couple of months ago and they were like, Yeah, my my church, we've been using these deliverance, uh, the deliverance series you did with Jennifer Martin. We've been using them as a template for our own. And I'm just like, Come on. What in the world? Like, never in my all I mean you know, with those teaching series things, God was just like, I want you to start doing these. People are going to come and they're going to, and he showed me a large, a large, uh, populace of people co coming, you know, in, and, um, watching these. And we're, we, you know, we're slowly seeing that, but, but I had no idea that people were going to take these things and then like use them as templates. And I just, it's wild. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. That deliverance teaching we did together was amazing. It was yeah. super anointed guys. If you haven't seen it, please try to watch it. There's four of them mm -hmm. and just watch it in order because there's a reason they're in order. You, it builds with the content yeah. and 
I literally poured out as much as I could think of in that time period to give to you guys so that you could have it. So yeah. you can pray over your family members, mm -hmm. but it is very powerful. And I've, the people that show up to, they're like, I watched the deliverance series so cool. and it, I, I broke generational curses. Like I'm free of this. They are testifying to me. I am yeah. free of this, this. And I'm literally looking at them going, I didn't even pray for them. I, I don't right. even, I'm yeah. hearing something that yeah. I had no yeah. clue was happening. And, you know, we all get to hear that fruit and that's your fruit too. You guys mm. here and Elijah fire and all that you do. Yeah. So, and thank you everybody who prays, honestly, like that's like the most important thing. And, and it's interesting. I was, I was hearing myself talking to somebody recently and I was emphasizing, please pray. When I used to, I, in like my early twenties, they'd be like, is there anything we can do? I'm like, just pray. And now my, my, my perspective on prayer has completely changed as I've grown older and, and more mature in the Lord. I realized it's not just pray. There's so much authority that believers have. And so for me, I'm like, prayer is, is absolutely paramount. Like that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Money is nice, but like prayer, oh my goodness. So uh, thank you everybody who's been praying for us. We really appreciate it. And if you haven't, you know, just once a week, you know, whatever you think of us, you know, we appreciate it. So, yeah. Yeah. Amen. The yeah. enemy does not like these frontline ministries. So right. amen, amen, amen. Pray, pray, pray. We can all use amen. it. We're out there plowing the fields, guys, yeah. so that we can see this harvest. Yeah. Okay. So um, we're going to, there's, there's a couple of testimonies from your more recent um, trips slash deliverance uh, schools that you've been doing, these free deliverance schools. But there's one in particular that you told me and you called me. This was a couple of months ago. And you're like, Jeff, I need to like call you and I need to tell you this. And I like, man, it really messed me up, like in a good way. Um, so why don't you just start telling this story about Ruth and then we'll just um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So I Ruth is one of the people that follows Elijah Fire. And she, her and her husband, and they are happy with us sharing this testimony because she mm. actually requested that we share her story. Yeah. Hi, so I just Ruth. want to start Hi. with that. She's <laughs> probably here. She'll probably be watching. Yeah. Um, they wanted us to share everything that happened because mm. uh, her story is so powerful. So she grew up um, in a lot of abuse, a lot of trauma, um, just all kinds of abuse. You name it, all the levels of abuse. Uh, she walked through that from a child growing up. So you can imagine the multiple layers of trauma that she went through. Yeah. And so um, she began to go. So we have a three day school and I'm going to tell a little bit of her story as I, as I kind of catch you guys up of where we're at when I'm hearing the story from Ruth, it was on the third night of the school. Um, the first night of the school was a Thursday night and Ruth began to go through deliverance before I knew who she was. She was one of the first ones that manifested as the Holy Spirit moved through the room. We had about 300 people that had come to the Tennessee school. They signed up for free and um, many of you Elijah Fire people came and you guys filled up that school. And so Ruth was one and she begins to scream and manifest like demonic activity, you know, and there's multiple deliverances happening in the room, but hers was the, the loudest and she's screaming mm. and these demons are so mad and they threw her to the ground and she's flopping around on the ground. So one of our team, Tamra, some of you might know her, if you've met her, she's prayed for you. 
um, she runs over and she begins to help assist because we don't allow demons to abuse the body of the person. And so we will immediately get those under control. And so she began to minister, began to take her through some deliverance. Um, she spent a long time with her as, as me and the rest of the team were moving through the room. There's multiple deliverances happening. So I hear the story after and Tamara tells me, she says, Jennifer, this woman, Ruth needs so much deliverance and I just need some backup with her. She, she's got more, she's got more and I was able to get some, but she needs help. And I said, absolutely. Why don't we partner together and pray for her? So um, during the day training classes, there's some moments where we teach. So the way our schools go is we teach during the day and we take questions during the day sessions. And at night is revival and deliverance time. Mm -hmm. So Ruth has a question and she comes up and she's so sweet and she begins to cry. And she's like, how long before I get delivered? You know, and she's just crying and the whole room is just weeping with her and we feel so much compassion. And I said, Ruth, I want you to know God is going to answer you. He will answer you. He doesn't hear the cries of his people and just close his ears. You know, he hears us when we're crying and he will come to you. Um, so I said, just, just wait till tonight and God will move. So that night she didn't go through the deliverance that night. It was the next night. It was the last night the Holy Spirit began to move. And I knew by the spirit that it was, he had chosen this moment for her. And I said, I need to sit with you and make sure and take time with you because I feel that what you have is a lot of layers. So I'll do this with deeply traumatic abused people because there, it can take up to an hour or two hours or more for them to go through complete freedom. It's not like they just have one demon leave, which a lot of people will come in, they'll scream or they'll cry or they'll, they'll project, you know, uh, maybe vomit, maybe throw up, maybe cough or whatever. And they'll get out that one or two demons in the presence of God, which we happen, it happened all over the room. We had over 300 people. And as the Holy spirit moved, we just worship God and the Holy spirit comes and he just starts delivering people. And literally it's like watching a wave, you know, and you just like, it's so fast and it happens all together. And so I knew with her that we needed time. And I looked at her and I said, if you can wait till the very end and let me make sure all these other people get prayer, I will be there and we will see God touch you. And she goes, okay, I'll wait. And she's so humble and she's so sweet. And so we pray for all of these people, but I keep making eye contact with her. Like every five minutes I go, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And she's sitting in a chair and she's so Aww. desperate for freedom and it's so precious and her heart is so humble. Mm. And so I sit down. So, so now it's like maybe midnight. We've, we've taken everyone through deliverance that was needing deliverance that night. We sit down, I pull a chair up and I sit right in front of Ruth and I say, Ruth, why don't you tell me your story? Mm. And she begins to cry and she tells me about the abuse and the trauma and the forced abortions through bad relationships that she had to do when she mm. wanted to keep her baby and just yeah. the multiple over and over and over mm. every moment of her life was torture. Mm. And I got so mad at the enemy. Mm -hmm. That makes me so angry when mm. I hear what people are suffering with and being tormented with. And this is what drives me to, to just be there and say, God, please use me to take these people through freedom so that mm -hmm. they can be free of this torment. 
And um, so after she tells me her story, I know exactly what I'm dealing with. I know what is there and I begin to go after it. And so this deliverance clip shows a little bit about this went on for an hour because she had so many demons, but this shows a couple minutes of what actually was going on for an hour as the Holy Spirit began to deliver her and set her free. And this was used with her permission, everybody, just yes. so everybody knows. She this said, was used. show that video and shame the devil. That's yep, her exact words. That's right. So, okay, let's play the clip. <laughs> Guys, she showed up because she saw the deliverance just like this, this kind of video we're talking about deliverance. And she said, I knew I had to get to you. That's what she told me. She said, I knew I had to get to you. Now, she did tell me she had gone to other places for deliverance and could not find deliverance. Mm. She says it's because maybe it wasn't her appointed time. There's also, and that's true. There can be a truth to maybe you sought deliverance and you didn't get it because maybe it wasn't the time. 
she said that for two years she was unable to worship Jesus because if she tried to put on worship music and worship him, the demons would manifest and they would not allow her to worship. This is how demonized she was. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And I said, that makes me angry. And I heard, I saw some of you writing in the chat. Oh yeah, I can't send the devil. I see you writing that. And this makes me want to get the devil. I'm like, yeah, now you guys know why. Sometimes I get really intense. If you see me through deliverance ministry, I try to remain as calm as possible. But man, when those demons are manifesting, you are angry at those demons and you want them out. Mm-hmm. But she um, said that she was tormented and this was this was the first moment she actually was able to go through deliverance. She had went to other ministries that could not take her through deliverance. Oh. So my question is, maybe it was about timing, but could it also have been about true anointing? You know, that some people actually carry the true power of God's anointing to take people through deliverance. And there's others out there saying they have the ability, but then they can't actually help the people. Mm-hmm. And so she's she emailed us after she had been set free. She felt so free. She said she's never felt so good. And they just are continuing to enjoy their freedom. And they just Come wanted on. to pour out thanks on us. And when mm. she at the very end, you could see where she got delivered. And she she just wept for the long time. And I've never seen a reaction like this. She pushed her chair back and we all are around her at this time because the rest of the team, everyone had been finished. So literally my entire team was there around Ruth as we just loved on her and walked her through deliverance. And she pushed her chair back and she got in the floor and she goes, I just need to worship Jesus. Mm. I just, and she's like crying and guys, it, we were a mess. We were looking at each other's face and we were like, how do you handle this? She's just weeping on her face to the Lord. And she, guys, she was so sweet. She, she hugged our feet Aww. because she was, that's how free she felt. Like she knew the demons had left. She was just weeping and weeping and weeping. Mm-hmm. And we didn't care if it was one in the morning. We don't care if it's two in the morning. Like yeah. we'll just sit there and we let them have that moment because that's the moment she's been waiting for for years. Yeah. Just to feel that freedom. And I will not rush that moment for anyone. No. No. And um, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. And so we just saw her again in Florida and we, they live in Florida. So they emailed us and they said, we want to come to your meeting. And because we're here in Florida and we were like, we'd love to see you. So I saw mm-hmm. them sitting in the back as we were in Lake Mary, Florida for uh, the Awaken Florida event. And, um, I was moving in healing. The Holy spirit said, I'm healing people right now. And so I had been taking healing testimonies and a person got healed over here. A person got healed over here and they're testifying and they're saying how their pain is left. And so I'm asking does anybody else have a testimony? Does anybody else have a testimony? And I see sweet Ruth stand up in the back and she starts heading up the aisle. And I said, Oh, oh my goodness. And she, I didn't know she was going to do this. I knew they were coming, but I didn't know she was going to do this. So she came forward because she wanted to testify. Awesome. Yes, let's play clip, clip number two. He knows the timings. And my healing and my deliverance has been a process. Yes. You know, because I've been carrying trauma since I was a little child. And through our teenage years and everything and my youth and all this, so much stuff. But being with them at the, the deliverance, I mean, the training, 
the Lord is so much. And she took the time. If the, the meeting was over the three days, and she said, wait for me until the end. And I, and I, and I waited, it. and they were so loving. It's like I never felt God's love in my life like I did that day. And I did. God heal so much, and he continues to deliver me, but it was so, his mercy and his grace, and I just, I want to say, you know, they really do have the love of Christ in them, and it is just, it's not something that you say, it's something that you feel when you're being touched with them, so, I came with my husband tonight, and my daughter, as well, I just wanted, but anyways, I just wanted to, it didn't happen right here, but it happened, you know, because the Lord, He knows the timing, and He continues to work, but thank you for the love of Christ. Oh, man. <laughs> Amen. Oh. She was saying it didn't happen right here because she had come there a year before seeking deliverance and had not gotten, they administered to her, but had not gotten completely delivered is what she was saying. But she was saying how it's, you know, the appointed time and that God had a timing for her. And when she saw the Elijah fire interview, she headed to Tennessee. And this was in August when she actually received her deliverance at the school was in August uh, last year. Where are we? No, this year. Gosh, we're still in 2022. Right. Wait a second. I thought that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. This year feels like a decade. Okay. Yeah, so that was just months ago. Yeah. So in August, she received her deliverance. And in this testimony, she reported in October, a few months later, how she's free and God is still walking with her. And guys, when we prayed for her that night, it was the next night we prayed for her. The Holy Spirit knocked her out and she went flying backwards. And there was no manifesting. Like I was looking at her. I was like, does she need more deliverance? Cause I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm here. If she needs it, I'm all in, you know, and I'm watching, I look at her. I'm like, Oh no, that's the Holy spirit all over her right now. I was like, he is filling her. <laughs> She's getting saturated and baptized with like a fresh anointing. It was completely different wow. than the way I administered to her before. Wow. So yeah, he knows yeah. what he's doing and he has a plan and he will work it if we yield. Well, and with her story, I can't help but think of like the woman with the issue of blood where there was just this like this desperation. She's like, if I could just touch Jesus, like if I could just touch him, then I can be healed. Like she had enough faith to know that she didn't even need prayer. She was like, I, if I can just get there and she is like, no matter what, I don't know the, um, the intense links she went through. I don't know if she had to like force her way through. I would assume since there was a lot of people, uh, but that's that's what I I can't help but think of that story when I think of Ruth, where it was like mm. she saw the show that you and I did together, and she was like, "I have to get to Tennessee. Like that's where I have to go." Um, and I mean, that's some big faith. That's some big mm. faith. Um, but also, and I, I I know that in terms of why do some people get delivered, why do some not? Same with why do some people get healed? Why do some not? At least according to our standards. But I always think of like in Revelation it talks about the bowls and uh, the bowls tipping over, mm -hmm. and I always think of that too when I'm sitting there and I'm praying for something or for someone over an extended period of time and not seeing what I would what I would deem as total healing. But I know that in that process of being patient 
continuing to pray, continuing to have faith, that that process can change you as well. And that can be very disarming to maybe something else that will open you up for that big thing that you're you're praying for. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all about humility. Yeah. Humility. Those that press forward to the front, like you're saying, pressing in, it's the ones that press in to come to the front that always receive the breakthrough and the deliverance. Mm -hmm. You know, and I say it all the time and maybe people don't agree. I don't know, but I'm like, if you're sitting on the back row and you came here for deliverance tonight, I was like, you've got to come forward. There's something about coming forward and, and showing the Lord and everyone that you're not ashamed that you need freedom. Hmm. And you're confessing Jesus for, before everyone. And if you won't do that, then that's just a spirit of pride or yeah. shame. Mm -hmm. And those are things that need to come off too, because the yeah. Lord loves deliverance and he loves setting his people free and he loves confession and he loves humility that we put him above everything else. And um, yeah. there was a lady that came to Mississippi that is one of your people. She's like, I saw you on Elijah fire and I oh. had to come. I, I researched where, where you would be. That was closest. And this was the closest one. And she drove hours and hours. Wow. They are driving from across the nation to come to wow. these things. Wow. And we even have people that show up often that have receive deliverance and then they go back and they get their other family members and they bring them and then they go back and they get their friends and they bring and we've got a group that started as like two girls two young women that came to our tent revival and now they're bringing like entire groups of people and they're driving across the nation Whoa. to come to things because they're from like michigan and Whoa. then they showed up in new jersey i was like hold up i thought you guys live in michigan and then they're in New Jersey <laughs> and then they're in Tennessee and then they're just like everywhere. And in Pennsylvania, and I'm like, you guys are everywhere. They're like, we have to be where the fire is. Wow. We have, to. they're so hungry. Wow. And every single time, if they need deliverance or their friends or their family members, they're all getting wrecked. Mm -hmm. Like it is wild to watch wow. these people that are pressing in. I've never seen so much freedom. The lady from Mississippi that I was talking about, mm -hmm. she got there and she stood in the very front, in front of the person leading worship with a guitar, like feet away from them. She is like all, you know, hands in the air. She is all the way in. She is ready. She is in that moment ready. And within five minutes of praise and worship, demons start manifesting out Whoa. of her. Jeff in the praise and worship song. Wow. I was like, hold up. That's a demon. Yeah, I said, okay, I guess this is the way it's going down right now. Mm -hmm. So I went up and while everyone continued to praise and worship, I just put my hands on her and commanded those demons to come out. She got some deliverance. She was hacking things out. She hit the floor. And then I asked one of the team members of Bethany who helps pray for people if she would conti continue to minister to her. And she got deliverance over the entire praise and worship time, like in wow. the very front, in front of everyone. See, she didn't care that everyone could see her. She didn't care. Wow. This is part of the humility. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't care who's watching. I don't care who can hear me. I want freedom from whatever this is in my body or on my life. And those are the people that get the deliverance like that. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you a question with in the video of Ruth, when you guys were praying for her, she said, okay, was, was that, as far as you can recall, like when you were saying something and she, she kind of sighed and said, okay, was that the demon speaking or was that Ruth speaking? Yes. We do need to talk about some of these. So you yeah. probably heard her say, um, not the fire one time, yeah. not the fire, not the fire. 
So the demons do not like the fire of the Holy Ghost. They do not like the fire of God because yeah. the fire of God on the demons are his wrath and his judgment. And it literally burns them. And, you know, it is painful for them when the fire comes, like they are actually being tortured. Mm -hmm. And so you want to, you want to release the fire when you're in ministering to someone, if they, if they manifest demonic spirits, first thing, first thing I ask for fire of the Holy ghost every time I'm like, Lord, bring your fire, fire of the Holy ghost. And that's when she started saying, no, not the fire, not the fire. Um, and then after that, you saw her say, um, I don't like you. You probably heard that part. She's like, I don't like it. That was the demon spirits. They don't mm -hmm. like me. Hallelujah. Yeah. Who, want, who yeah. wants to not be liked by right. demons? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, yeah. it's like, no that offense makes taken happy. at all. Yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah. So, um, they did not like that. I was dealing with them and releasing the judgment of Christ on them. And so when I said to that demon, because it was being stubborn. I said, you have to come out. I said, if you do not come out right now, I'm releasing more fire on you. And that's when it said, okay. Okay. All right. Because yeah. they don't want to be tormented more. So they'll mm -hmm. often opt for leaving rather than being more, you know, burned again by the fire of God. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, if you touch a hot stove, you're going to let go. Or you're not. Right. Yeah. So if there's fire in a body, listen, the fire of the Holy Ghost is so hot. Nobody can even understand how hot he can turn it up on a demon. Mm. And they have to let go. They, they they cannot stand it. It is to a degree that no one can comprehend. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like demons also kind of try to play chicken with you? Like they, they'll like, okay, well, they're going to get tired. Jennifer's going to get tired. So I'm just going to hold out. Do you feel like there is I, like, the, cause demons are, demons are punks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so the, it seems like that's something they would try and do is like, mm -hmm. you know, or like, they absolutely seen, will. Have you seen a demon try and quiet itself down so that you'll stop as mm -hmm. well? Oh, they try all kinds of things. Yeah, they'll try to hide. It. They'll try to fake, like fake fallout and fake like they left. Mm -hmm. This is why you have to know what it looks like when a demon actually leaves. Cause we've literally caught them and I'm like, stop pretending. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you cannot fake me out. Like I literally will tell them you yeah. actually think you can play games with me. I mm -hmm. have the Holy ghost. So yeah. you are not able to hide from me. You're not able to play games with me. You're not able to wear me out. Cause I don't wear out. I was like, you want to know who's going to be standing at the end of this thing? It's going to be me and the Holy ghost and this person that you've been tormenting and you're leaving. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, you stand your ground and like, you know, I don't get in a lot of conversation with devils. So sure. I'm not like interviewing them. I'm not like whatever, but you know, there's sometimes where you have to chop the root and there's, there's sometimes where you have to deal with that demonic spirit. You have to command it. You have to speak the word. You have to speak truth to it. And all of these things help weaken its hold. So you mm. can bring your sword of the spirit speak the word of God, which, you know, the covenant of Christ, the blood of Christ has paid the price in full for that person to be free. And the demon does not have legal rights to hold on. And you can remind demon spirits of that. You can speak the fire of the Holy Ghost. But I also want to encourage us in the body of Christ right now that if we will put our faith fully in the power of the Holy Spirit and his ability to deal with the situation 
and allow the Holy Spirit to do it by not getting in the way, I have noticed the Holy Spirit speeds up roots. You know, and those can be a thing. Those can be a thing. Like finding the root, breaking curses. Yes, that might be a situation where you do that. And this is why you need to go watch our four videos that Jeff and I did on deliverance before we go before I teach it all over again right now. Yeah, you don't have it's too to. much. It's yeah. too much to teach, guys. It's just way yeah. too much. Yeah. But the fire of the Holy Ghost, I cannot say this enough. If you will say, Holy Ghost, release your fire, release your fire, he will do it. I have literally had, I don't know if I've told this story with you, Jeff, before, but I was, I put my hand on this guy's head because he wasn't getting free. And I noticed it was actually at another event that uh, I was one of the guest ministers at this tent event. And there mm -hmm. was like seven different ministries doing it. And this was not my night to minister, but I was attending because I just wanted to be part. Okay. So there was people, there was a guy manifesting and I saw that the team trying to get it out was having a little bit of struggle because it had been like, I was like, okay, let's just see how they do. You know, I'm watching, watching and watching. It's been five minutes. It's been 10 minutes. And at this point I starting to feel sorry for the guy. And I started to have compassion because I was like, this thing could have already been out by now. This thing could have, and his face is in the ground. He's like grabbing the grass, you know, and I was like, oh, this can't go on. So I went to the leader and I was like, listen, I know I'm not ministering tonight, but could I, would you mind if I helped with this? And he was like, absolutely go help. <laughs> so I got permission. I didn't just overstep, you know, cause you want to honor other people to move in, in their position that God's given yeah. them. And I said, guys, could I help you? Um, you know, minister, I said, the pastor said, I could. Okay. So they're like, yes, please. I literally saw it in their eyes. They're like, yes, please. <laughs> Cause they knew that God's used me in deliverance. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I get down there and I put my hand on the head and I was like, fire the Holy ghost, fire the Holy ghost. That's the first place I go. I just start shooting fire, 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 fire. <laughs> you know, when I you have it. an enemy, you got to just load up the rounds and just yeah. like that. Okay. Like anybody that does target practice, you know, you don't just sit there and like give it one shot. You're going to like shoot it over and over, make sure it's dead. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So fire the Holy ghost and my hands on the head. This is the funniest thing y'all. The demon looks up at me and goes, why is your hand so hot? <laughs> <laughs> and here's what I said. I said, it's going to get hotter if you don't leave this body right now. Yeah. And it goes, <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, like hearing you tell heard. these stories, <laughs> things that demons say, there's it, it completely removes any semblance of like intimidation. Cause do you really feel yeah. like demons? I was talking to my wife and my mother in law this weekend. She came to stay with us. It's a great weekend. Hi, Susan. But, um, we were talking about how I feel like demons, their big thing is like, kind of like in the, like, um, you know, it's definitely not like my favorite movie, but in the wizard of Oz, when he's trying to scare them, he's hiding behind the thing and he's like, boom, bah, with fire. And, yes, and then you realize yes. it's just some dude behind a curtain from your stories. It really seems like that's it, but you can see the guy behind the curtain the whole time versus like, right. Ooh, this is big. Oh, this is, you're like, no. It, and then like hearing it just sounds like it's like they're toddlers throwing temper tantrums. Absolutely. That yeah. is exactly how I've described them. And you have to keep, you have to hold your ground and you have to keep in position of your authority. If you're a parent and you have children, you understand what I'm saying, where you don't just give in to what the child 
once. Now, of course, demons are not children, but just for an analogy purpose, mm-hmm. um, they they tend to act, you know, disobedient and like the way the demons act, they don't always just obey you. Even though they're supposed to obey you, they don't always obey you mm-hmm. because they're rebel rebellious and disobedient and stubborn and all of these things. But you stand your ground with the fire of the Holy Ghost and I'll say, okay, let's see who wins this battle. I can do this all night long. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And I was going to ask you why, because uh, I don't know that I asked you this in our series, um, but why do you, why do you count? Like in the name, you know, it would count of five or count of three or why is that? Why do you do that? Well, it works. Yeah. <laughs> It's a measure of like authority, I think, too. You're like, I don't always do it. Mm-hmm. I sometimes do it. Yeah. I think it depends. I think I'm led by the spirit on on doing that, whether mm-hmm. I do that or not. I think it could be that the spirit I'm dealing with is more of a childish spirit, if you will. Um, and so people know that that there are different spirits, you know, and they that you handle them differently. Um, sometimes there's different ways to to get them to release and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but is there a formula? No, I just follow the Holy Spirit. It can be mm-hmm. different from one to the next. Yeah. Um, I just keep digging into the Lord and I say, Lord, what ha- needs to happen here? Because I know the end result is that person needs to get deliverance. Right. And I know the Holy Spirit's heart for that person is yeah. to deliver them. So I don't have any kind of wavering in my thoughts of like, oh, well, I guess I can't get it out. You know, I just that will never enter my mind. Mm-hmm. It's always, I know I can, I know this can happen. I know the Holy Spirit wants it. I know the person wants it. So, sure. so then what do we do? Well, then yeah. we stand our ground mm-hmm. with the fire of the Holy Ghost, with the word of God in our mouth. We stand. And after you do all you stand, there's been times guys where I just had a standoff, a standoff with them and the fire of the Holy Ghost for like 20 minutes. And I'll explain why that is. Some demons are stronger than other demons. Hmm. It's just how it is. Yeah. Some of them are strong. They even though you should not be afraid of them, all of these things, okay, but they do have power, and you have to understand that, that your power is greater, yes, but you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You have to not be walking in sin. You have to be pure. You have to be in a place where God's put you in that position and authority, and you can deal with the things, but um, the higher the higher level ones might take longer to get it to release than some of the others. And that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. That's what I've discovered. And it doesn't mean that I have less authority or less faith because sure. I, I literally don't. Mm. It's the same faith level. It's the same authority level, same, same way that I, I move in prayer, same way with fire, the Holy ghost. I ask the Holy spirit to come and torment the devil until it lets go. <laughs> I ask him to do it. And he does. I'm, I've literally mm. watched guys as I was, I was like, I told the devil, I was like, if you don't get out of this body right now, I'm I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to release his fire. And I'll, I'll, I'll literally be like, you've got three seconds. <laughs> so awesome. That, that's why I give that's it a awesome. count. You got three seconds. Yeah. And, and, oh, they think I'm joking. So they'll stay there after three seconds. I'm like, okay, Holy Ghost. Like, you, ah! I, I just little I back off like this. I'm like, yeah. okay, Holy Ghost, you see, you heard him. Yeah. Let him have I'll, it. 
I will watch Jeff as the, they start squirming and burning and screaming as if fire is touching their flesh. Mm. I'm literally watching the Holy Ghost torment the devil. I was like, get it, get it. Mm-hmm. I love it when the Holy Spirit yeah. starts burning that thing and tormenting it because it deserves it, guys. Yeah. And the thing I love about your approach and your team's approach is that recognition that this is an this is a precious human being. Yes. And so you don't, you're not like, you know, turning the person into a pretzel and being like, take that devil. It, it, like you can, you separate right. the person from the demon that is yes. inside. And so you're not rough with the person. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, I love how you, you, you always make a point to say this. If they're, if they're getting the person to eat grass or dirt or trying to get them to eat other things, like you immediately stop it. Or if they yes. try and hit themselves, like you immediately stop it. You're like, absolutely not. Right. Uh, and you bind, you bind them. Yes. So, bind yeah. them, paralyze them, command them to stop. Mm-hmm. I've literally just said, stop abusing this body right now. Mm-hmm. And you'll never hear me going after a demon when there's not a demon projecting itself, like, or manifesting or full on, like the demon is present in the person in their eyes. Like I will not just go after demons that are not actively gotcha. surfaced. So, yeah. So, and then you have to be careful because demons and people can sometimes go back and forth like a, like a seesaw, like all of a sudden the demon will be up and then it'll go down and the person will be up and there can be a back and forth like this. So this Mm -hmm. is why I watch and I keep my eyes open. I always watch the person because I can tell if it shifts from the demon to the person and the person comes back because when the person comes back, I can't be like in their face, like fire the Holy Ghost. You know, I can't Mm -hmm. be doing that to the person. So I have to be very careful so that when the person comes back up, I just, I just encourage them. And I say, God mm-hmm. is touching you and I'm, and I'm in, you're safe and I've got this mm-hmm. and I just need you to trust me. Cause sometimes they're afraid, you yeah. know, they come back up and they're like, what is happening to me? We've had people yeah. go, what is happening? What is happening? Like literally they're terrified in their wow. eyes and I have to tell them it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. God, God's doing this and he's setting you free. And I need you to trust me. This is what I always say. I need you to trust me. Hmm. And they will trust me. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to deal with this demon. I'm going to talk to this demon and we're going to get this thing out. And so I'm, I'm conversating with the person and hmm. then I'm dealing with the devil, you know, and so being mindful on that is very important. Um, as you heard Reese say, guys, that what touched me the most and the testimonies after the deliverance school that we did in Tennessee, the one where she got deliverance the testimonies that we got that we heard above everything else. And you would think people would leave this school and go, wow, I learned so much about deliverance. You know how much we taught like seven sessions, teaching deliverance, teaching everything we've learned up to this point on deliverance for free. So people can have it. You think that they'd be like, man, I've learned so much. I didn't know that about this or this, or maybe they would have said, wow, I can't, I've never seen so many demons come out. Like I would have thought maybe that would have been a reaction after the Mm -hmm. Tennessee school because we had dozens and dozens and dozens of deliverances where people could hear it, people could see it, all the things. You would think that that would be a response. But the response that we got across the board from every person that commented on a reel or a video or a post was this. I've never experienced the love of God. Wow. Like that in my life. Wow. Every person saying they've never experienced the love of God, Mm. the way they felt it at the school. 
And I said, how beautiful is this? That Because I always said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't want this to become a deliverance thing. I, I don't want to be, become a deliverance ministry. Like I know it's powerful and it needs to be done. But I said, I, I just don't want any attention taken away ever from how much you love us. Because that is the most powerful force in the universe is the love of Christ. Mm. And, I, and I was concerned that people are going to start stamping us as a deliverance ministry. And like, do you need deliverance? Go here. You know, but I was like, but what I really want people to come for and what I want them to get is a, escorted into the father's heart. I want to, we want to escort you in to the father's heart so that you can experience his love and never be the same. <laughs> and it's the love that's casting out the demons. So the, the deliverance is just a byproduct of what's actually happening. And that's the genuine love of Christ. Mm. just releasing in the atmosphere amazing mm -hmm. i love that love my that favorite my favorite i would much rather just be saturated with the love of god than have to do deliverance but hey i'll do whatever he wants and he knows it and every time i go to a meeting i'm like lord please just meet us this is i just want to meet you i just want to see you i want to experience you i want to feel you and let your people experience you and let them let them know you and let them just never be the same mm-hmm yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. what Ruth said. She said she'd never experienced the love like that. Yeah. That, yeah, that is beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, what is this about? Uh, you had somebody recently who got delivered from homosexuality. I really want to hear about this. Oh my goodness. This yeah, is so powerful. This. So this was another woman. I won't give her name just because, you know, we haven't talked to her about just telling the story, but um, she came to the school, the same school that Ruth was at, and one of, it was either the first or second night. Uh, one of the one of my team members, Rachel, uh, who some of you might know, she's the one with the blonde hair, and um, so she was taking this woman through deliverance, and we didn't know that she needed deliverance of these things. So she had prayed for her, and she got delivered of multiple multiple things and she comes back the next night and we didn't even know and she tells Rachel and she tells us that she got delivered of homosexuality after 14 years wow. of not just like wanting to be with women but actually married to a woman wow wow and yeah and um she got encountered encountered the lord there and and the her, the woman, her partner, her, her wife actually came with her the first night to, because they genuinely, I think, wanted to seek God. But this woman was really hungry and desperate for all that God had for her. And the other one, not so much because the conversation happened and, you know, she's like, I'm delivered of this spirit of homosexuality and I can't be in this relationship anymore. And she literally started making plans while coming to the school to start separating and wow. moving on from her wife and yeah, to get the paperwork. And so the last night I saw her, she had already been delivered, you know, delivered. She told us the story. And on the very last night, she was the last person that got up off the floor. She, we had cleaned up all the chairs. Like everything had gotten put up, everything like the music equipment is, is taken out. Like everything's, and she's still there in the floor. She had pancaked in the Holy Ghost. Hours. Yes. Yeah. And she didn't even know she got up and she was like bewildered and she's looking around. She's like, 
how long was I on the floor? Yeah, I had a moment like that recently. Yeah, we said yeah. two hours. She was like, no, I, wow. I was just there a few minutes. And she said, as she laid there, she could see demons just coming out of her. Just wow. the Holy Spirit just lifting it out of her body. Wow. I was like, are you kidding me? Like that is the, the, that is the most beautiful thing that the Holy Spirit just comes and touches people and then just takes things out that need to be taken out because mm. perfect love cast out right. all fear. That's right. And his perfect love showed up that night. Do you know if she went there going, I want to be delivered of homosexuality or was that a byproduct of her just being in his presence? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm really actually curious. not sure about that part. So that not that be... it really matters. Not that it really matters. Like, yeah. That's not the make or break, but I'm just curious. Yeah. yeah. I know I heard her say, and I'm not sure if, when this moment happened for her, but I heard her say she just wanted whatever God wanted for her life. Mm. And she knew that it was wrong. Like she was convicted and well, she wanted freedom. Know. Yeah. 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 So I don't know at what moment that happened for her. If it happened at the school or maybe it was before, maybe God already started working and she mm. was seeking deliverance. That's very possible. But yeah. Do you know? Uh, and so her, the woman that she had been with, um, she was the one that was not as receptive to it, uh, all of that. So I would right. imagine get her, God, get I her. I Jesus saw her, name. I saw her heart and I could see the pain and the trauma that she yeah. was carrying. And I said, Lord, I want to pray for that lady. And I was hoping that it would happen. We never force prayer. It has to be the Holy Spirit saying, this is the time and, and leading us to people. Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit would not allow me to go pray for her. But I was hoping she would get to a place where she would want it. And then I knew the Holy Spirit would allow me to. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty yeah. sensitive. It's amazing how people will tell me, I was just talking to the Lord and saying this and this and this, and then you came and put your hands on my head, you know? And it's yeah. like the timing of the Holy Spirit is so he's into the intricate details, even of our thoughts, our words, yeah. things we've said, guys, he knows mm -hmm. and he is listening and he will answer. Yeah. Oh, I've had moments where I was praying something and declaring something and there's no possible way that the minister could have heard what was coming out of my mouth because it was so loud in there. And they come up to me and they look me square in the eyes and they say, the exact thing that I was like verbatim, what I was declaring out, out loud. And, and there's just like the Holy spirit is so cool. Like that kind of stuff is so cool. Yeah. And the thing that's amazing too, is like, that's real. So like, you know, there's, there's uh, different movies and TV shows and stuff where people look at that and they go, Oh, I wish that was real. Or I wish I'm like, it is real, but it's real. Like with God and, and, and the Holy spirit. And it's like, uh, the fact that he tells us things about people and then uh, like just this weekend, there was this guy who was our, our server and I had a word for him and he was like, I could tell it really impacted him, but just speaking life over people. Oh, it's so cool. Like that. I think that that's so cool. So it yeah. is. There was a, so recently, here's a, a powerful testimony before we move into, I know we're going to pray for people here mm -hmm. soon. Um, there was a recent testimony that happened when we went to Vero Beach, Florida, and uh, some pastors showed up. And I know they don't mind me sharing this because he literally did an entire video. He spoke about it at his church and he released it on YouTube. 
So okay. I know he does not mind. And I shared the testimony and he wants it shared. And now they want us to come to their church because what happened? So oh. they showed up because they had been watching my live streams. Mm-hmm. His wife had been watching my live streams. She had received multiple deliverance and training. And she said her whole life had been changed because of the awaken the heart and these kind mm-hmm. of interviews and things like that. She just said through my ministry who, and I've never seen her face. And she's, she's standing at the book table where I was signing books and she came in and her beautiful face is looking at me. And she just, she just starts weeping and telling oh. me how, these videos have changed her life and I don't even know her. And it's just like, <laughs> it just wrecks you that yeah. these videos matter. They, the, the what we're doing matters, mm-hmm. you know, and I know it's through a camera and our hands may not be right on people, but the spirit of God translates through, Absolutely. through the camera to wherever you are around the world. It doesn't matter. God isn't limited in, in the space. It's still us speaking to you in real time. And it's the same mm-hmm. thing as us standing in front of you and prophesying to you or praying for you. But she's, she's saying how she, she's got deliverance through the videos and she's, she's, everything has changed and her heart has healed from trauma, just listening to the videos. And I said, oh my goodness, like, this is the most powerful thing. And she's just weeping and holding my hands. And I was like, mm. oh, I don't, don't even know how to, <laughs> how to respond to it. And, you yeah. know, this has happened a few times where people come to the book table and they might say, I saw you on Elijah fire and they'll just start crying and just mm. telling me all of how it meant so much to their heart. And I listen because I know how much that matters to them, you know? And so they're telling me how, since they started watching the the videos about deliverance that they've had demons manifest at their church and that God's been using them to do deliverance now. And they've been using what they learned from the videos as much as they could for, to help people. So that night, so they come in, they sit down, we have a powerful time. I minister. And then the Holy spirit begins to move at the end. And people begin to press in, like we were talking about before. You got to press in. You you have to humble yourself, and you can't care about any what anybody thinks. Well, the pastor David and his wife are the first ones up there, and not only are they just up there, they're not off on the side where you can barely tell that if someone's answering an altar call or not. They're literally at like the steps, right where the pulpit is, like on the ground, like on wow. the on the steps, full body, just laid out, like repenting before the Lord, asking him to touch them. And do you know, they were the first two that got delivered that night pastures. Wow. So other things that, that needed to happen in their hearts, see, they were already ready. They'd already prepared themselves. They were, mm-hmm. they, they humbled themselves and they didn't care. There was no shame. They were like, I need help. And God is here. And so the Lord said, you lay hands on her right now. And I put my hands on her and I didn't even say a word that I didn't need to. She was already so open to mm-hmm. receive freedom that when I put my hands, I can feel it right now. Mm-hmm. When I put my hands on her, the pain, deep wells sound coming out of her that mm-hmm. I knew to be trauma, wow. deep trauma from when wow. she was a child. I don't know what she went through, but it was deep trauma. And I just, I just stay there while the Holy Spirit is delivering because he's the, he is the deliverer and I'm feeling the Holy spirit. I'm it's getting hard to talk. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, and then I look at her husband and he's on the other side. They're on two. She's on one side of the pulpit. He's on the other. So the pulpit's in the middle here and they're on both sides. And I look and I'm like, Lord, 
he's going through deliverance. He's like weeping, like heavy weeping. And I was like, wow. oh my goodness, he's going through deliverance. So I make my way over there and I put my hands on him. This is why I want to, this is why I want to encourage you with words of knowledge. And I don't often do words of knowledge unless the Holy Spirit like really is revealing something for that person to get delivered or mm-hmm. whatever it is. But um, I put my hands on him and he starts wailing and wailing and wailing. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, I'm judging the spirit of addiction that came through his father, through alcoholism, the spirit of alcoholism that came through his father. And Mm. I'm like, well, this is brave to say, because I don't really know that. I don't know his history. I don't know. Right. So I'm just having to say it. I said, you spirit of alcoholism that came through his father, you spirit of addiction, you come out of his body. And as soon as I said that, y'all, I could smell alcohol. Number one, come out. Okay, now he's okay. not drinking. He's not drinking. Right. I could smell it come out. And then his whole body got slammed into the steps. Like the demons began, to, the demons came up. They surfaced at this point. And they are cringing his body and then slamming his face into the step. But I mean, not like a, not over and over, but just like pushing like hard. And no person would ever do this to their body. Okay. And I'm like, stop it right now, you know? And so I'm taking control of it. I'm like, stop pushing his face to the, I was like, come out, come out, come out. Okay. So he gets delivered. That thing comes out of him. He's Mm. wailing. He is weeping. Trauma's coming out of his body. It's beautiful. These are one of those moments that I really wanted to cry because I was like, I knew how deep this was. And so he does a video and I didn't know he sent it to us. And, And he said, I want you guys to watch this. And there's this 10 minute video and you guys can see a clip on my Facebook page. You can jump over to my Facebook page, which we'll give you links for. And you can go scan, you know, just scroll down. It's right. It's close to the top. You'll see a 10 minute video of a pastor speaking and just listen to what he says. So he says he was two years sober of alcoholism. Whoa. Which I didn't know. Oh, man. And guess what? His dad was an alcoholic. Okay. So exactly what I, the Holy Spirit showed me to target was actual fact. It was history out of his mouth. I heard that testimony and I said, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It makes me never want to hold back. Even if I get a um, inkling, because you know, sometimes you can think and you're just like, well, I don't know. And I don't want to miss it. And I don't want to, but then it's like, well, what if we really miss it? Because then we, because we don't say it. And that, that terrifies me more. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now, back to the show. You know, yeah. to, to like really miss it. The, the, and he wouldn't have gotten freedom if I wouldn't have went after that thing. Yeah. It would have went home in his body and he wouldn't have had freedom. And he goes, I'm delivered. And he's preaching to his congregation without shame, saying your pastor needed deliverance. I said, my God, that the Lord loves that. That yeah. a pastor wouldn't be ashamed that he had trauma, that he that he was tormented, that a demon spirit that came through his lineage that wasn't his fault tormented him, caused him to be an alcoholic, and that he needed deliverance from that spirit. Because guys, it'll just transfer. Alcoholism will just transfer into another addiction. You know, that spirit of addiction, it has to come out of your body. Yeah. And so yeah. it's powerful. Wow. This testimony, and I said, I've never seen such a humility that a pastor wouldn't hide that, you know? Mm, Oh, for real. I think that's, that's, he's setting such a good example of what God is wanting to do, changing the image of what a pastor actually is. Um, Mm. And that it's not, I think for, for far too long, there's been this, and not just with pastors, but just leaders 
uh, in the church in general where there's this, I can't be vulnerable, be bold because I'm supposed to set an example. Like I, ha and then there's this, that's how the whole perfectionist or the whole image of like, I need to be perfect. I need to show yeah. people I'm perfect. And then they don't feel like they can have any, anybody to turn to and on and on and on and on. And so, I mean, he's setting such a great example of humility and transparency. And that's like, I mean, you want to talk about a vulnerable thing to, Amen. you know, like that's, that's it. So. Yeah. yeah. God wants people free. And, you yeah. know, one of the, one of the biggest things we're seeing other than, you know, demons coming out and it doesn't have to be a big showy thing like that demon came out and never even spoke to me. Mm -hmm. You know, many of the times they don't even speak to you. You know, I would say most of the deliverance, you can obviously see there's a demon coming out of their body, but there is no talking going on. There's no interaction gotcha. going on, yeah. you know, because I think a demon can be under so much torment by the fire of God that they can't speak. Like mm -hmm. literally, that's what I okay. actually want to happen because I, I don't yeah. want... I don't think the demons need to speak. I think it's obvious that deliverance is happening and just having them speak out of people to get video clips or to demonstrate to people that demons are real at this point isn't as needed because it's already been done so much. Like mm -hmm. it's like people are seeing that demons are obviously real. And um, I'm not saying that it's not good to do. It does need to be seen. People do need to see that demons do speak out of people. I think that is a place, especially for an unbeliever or those in the church that maybe don't think Christians can have demons. They need to see that these demons are speaking out of people because who, who in their right mind would talk like that? It's obvious that it's demonic spirit. Mm -hmm. But the assignment that we're carrying right now is to actually bring an atmosphere of love and such a deep love that people are transformed in that mm -hmm. presence of the love of Christ. Amen. And it's just a different a assignment, a different mantle, a different whatever you want to call it that I have to make sure I guard because it's super important and I can't go the route of, okay, let's show all the demons. It's more like, let's show the love of God and he's delivering and healing his people at the same time. Amen. Yeah. Well, I feel like, um, I feel like the earth is tilled really well in the spirit realm right now. Um, so I would love for you to pray for people. Um, Cause there's some people that are going to get delivered. So, and this is an exciting thing. This is a good thing. Amen. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Mm. You're feeling the stirring of the Holy spirit already on your heart. Cause his love is here and his compassion is here. And you know, the scripture behind me is, you know, we love because he first loved us and we have the ability to love now because he loves us first. And maybe you, haven't had the ability to love. And maybe that's something that you want in your life more and more. And I want it more and more in my life. And the Holy Spirit wants you to know that he loves you first and that your love is going to flow out from his love pouring into you. And I think the most important thing you can receive right now would be an impartation of his love. And you are going to be set free. You're going to be healed and you're going to be delivered because of that love pouring into your body. I have discovered the love of Christ is the most powerful force. It's the most powerful anointing. It's greater than anything else you could experience is his love for you. We can't even measure it. We can't even comprehend it. The Bible says you can't even, the, 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 the width and the depth of the love of Christ, we can't even comprehend how deep it is for us. There's such a beautiful, beautiful presence here right now. And I just want you to receive Holy Spirit. Your people are ready 
to experience you, to feel you, Lord. For that love to go deep within them right now, the thing that they're missing in their life, God, is just being completely perfected in your love. And this is what you want to do right now. And I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, that they would feel your love from their head down to their feet. That every cell in their body, Lord, would be filled with the love of Christ. That every single cell in their body right now, I speak to every place in you right now. I speak to every cell in your body, every place in your mind, every place in your soul, every place in your spirit, every place in you that has not experienced God's love. I speak his love into those places. The places in you that has had trauma, that word curses have been spoken, abuses happen, situations have happened, whatever it is, what, whatever it is that your body has stored up, the trauma and the pain and sickness, pain, disease, whatever it is, the Holy Spirit's love is coming right now and he's going to fill every place in your body. And when he does, all those other things are going to let go and they're going to leave. Because perfect love has come and it casts out every other thing. Holy Spirit, I thank you right now for touching your people. Every demonic presence has to loose right now as your love pours in, Father God. Every sickness has to leave because of the love of Christ coming right now in their bodies in Jesus' name. I loose them from curses. I loose them from generational curses. I loose them from demonic curses. I loose them from sickness. I loose them from disease. I loose them from trauma that they've stored in their heart and it never knew that it had permission to leave and heal. And I speak to that trauma right now to loose that you have permission to heal. You have permission to leave. You have permission to let go. You have permission to be made whole. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, I thank you. As the Lord is touching you guys, I just want you to begin to testify in the comments right now as he's touching you. Some of you are getting delivered from things. You're feeling that warmth on your heart. You're feeling God touch you. Maybe you're sitting and weeping in his presence. Just keep enjoying that presence. And when you get a minute, when, when you've come you know, in, into the other side of that moment with him, would you just testify in the chat what is happening? Maybe pain has left your body. Would you just testify that pain has left your body? You need to start checking your body and move around right now because the Holy Spirit has touched many of you and healed you. He's taken that pain in Jesus' name. Mm. Holy Spirit, I just thank you right now. I thank you for your love and I thank you for moving. I thank you, Lord, for the ones that you're touching on here that you're setting free by your love in Jesus' name. Love all the way in. Love all the way in, in Jesus' name. Here come the testimonies. I can see some coming in now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Anna says she's taking deep yawns. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You had a bad headache, Anna, and now you're healed. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Feeling lots of peace, Rachel. Holy laughter. Steph says she can't move. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Lady says she's been delivered. Rachel feels heat on the forehead. 
Myra of Freedom, Mary of Freedom says, I'm in tears and thank you, Jesus, for the emotional release. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's deliverance. Just let it flow in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Neck pain is gone from life is awesome. Amen. Holy Spirit's all over Polly. Thank you. Her hands heated up with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I just release you now. I release you. I just commend all of that trauma to leave you in Jesus' name. I just commend it all to detach and leave right now in the name of Jesus. Every place in you that has not been filled with the Holy Spirit and everything not of the Holy Spirit must leave you in Jesus' name. It must detach and go. It's not allowed to be there. It cannot stay there. Your home is for the Holy Spirit. So, Holy Spirit, I thank you. Everything that's not of you, just keep filling them, Lord. Keep filling mm -hmm. them with your water. Deliver them and set them free in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank mm -hmm. you, God. Amen. Oh, somebody wants to go to Belgium, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. You can yeah. send us testimony. I mean, testimonies, emails, whatever. I can't even think right now. You can, yeah. you can email us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. While you're recovering... Um, we oh have a recap God. video of your deliverance schools. Yes. So, oh, yes. so there's uh, these are free. Uh, you do a couple a year, right? Uh, and mm -hmm. so this is uh, sort of like a recap of of that. So I, unless you have something to say about it, we can just play the video. Yeah. No. This is this is actually a recap of the school that Roos Deliverance Testimony came from. Amen. So. Play it. just wrapping up at the deliverance school oh my goodness what a powerful few days that we have been having god just moved in his power while healings happened multiple people all over the room as a wave of music came and new sounds came and there was deliverance that happened in the air people were just getting free of demons and trauma and just beautiful presence of the lord while his love just poured in and touched people's hearts so deeply experience such a move of the spirit like I have at these schools and guys we have to continue these so I want to invite you out to the next one these schools are free and they are for you and we are here for you Come to the Dark Horse Deliverance Schools. Get free and get others free. I love you. Amazing. Yes, gets me every time. <laughs> so, 100% free. Yes, and, and you saw a clip of Ruth there. That that was the moment Tamara was praying for her. I oh. didn't know that was in the video. If you guys caught the side of Ruth's face when Tamara was praying for her that had the dark black hair. Yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I have to watch it, watch it again. Yes. Amen. Um, so uh, for those of you who are curious about when the next one is going to be, if you sign up for their newsletter, a link is in the description. There's a stuff we talked about section right near the top. It's at the bottom of that, right, right before the follow Jennifer section. So you can say, you know, to get updated on when the next one is click here, you can click there. You can sign up for the newsletter yeah. and you will alert people that are signed up for your newsletter. Right. And they if get... you can't remember any of that, cause you're too drunk in the Holy spirit yeah. right now, or too <laughs> filled with the Holy spirit. See this little right here below. You can just type in that web address and scroll to the bottom where it says sign up for contagious love. Put in your email and you will get first notifications anytime we do anything. So our partners go. and our email list gets first notification. And most of our things fill up from that first. And then mm -hmm. public gets to know, our social media platforms get to know about a week later. And they often will uh, fill it up very quickly. Like mm -hmm. once we release it public, it's gone. Our last school, we, I was hoping to tell you guys about it and give you some seats. And so we have one in February that's already full we released it and everybody filled it up because they're too hungry so we have more don't worry there's one in minnesota there's one coming in tennessee there's smaller trainings in pennsylvania so we have some uh this year and next year awesome and so today is uh october 24th 2022 where are you headed next we're headed to minnesota waldorf minnesota, minnesota at the nation's glory barn is that this this upcoming weekend? That's November 4th to the 6th. And then we'll be in Telford, Pennsylvania the weekend following November 11th through the 13th. At awesome. both of those, we'll be doing miniature school training. So we're going to take the Saturday afternoon sessions and cram in as much material we can get to Ooh, you. That's going to be dynamite. Not as good as the school. The schools are better because you get more information, but it is it is will get you going. There you go. Yeah. So you guys can go to their website. You can go to the events section and that'll actually show where she's going next. So it's there you free. go. It's yeah, it's free. all free. We all love free. We love it. We love it. We love free. Um, yes. So, uh, and then just really quick, where can people follow you? Well, I think the easiest thing is just go to our website, guys, and you can find the there social media links at the bottom. And yeah, you can Easy. see all the things we're doing. Peasy. Jennifer, seriously, thank you so much. It's always so much fun. Uh, and then it's always an added bonus knowing that people are getting set free at the end of every single one of your episodes. I always just feel extra happy. So, uh, Amen. thank you so much. And we just honor you uh, and everything that you and your team are doing. Seriously. Uh, it just, I get so stoked every single time I see testimonies and just as I'm following you guys, uh, and everything that you guys are doing. So seriously, Amen. thank you so much. You're such a blessing. Thank you, Jeff. You yeah. guys are too. Keep going. Ah, we will. We absolutely <laughs> will. So, amen. Yeah. Speaking of going, everybody, that is our show. We will be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Kelsey O'Malley. It's going to be a great time. We love Kelsey. She's fantastic. Uh, so, tune in then. Also, there's a uh, donation link at the end. We really appreciate any and all donations you guys can, you guys give, even if it's a dollar, $5, $20 beyond elijahfire.com slash donate keeps this show free at uh, five days a week. And so we really, really appreciate that. And also please pray, please pray above all pray. Uh, we really appreciate that you guys as well. So God bless you guys. We will see you tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Kelsey O'Malley. See you then. 
This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Thank you.